0: Welcome
1: to the Global Flyfisher podcast again. This is Global Flyfisher partner Martin Jorgensen speaking. And while I'm not fishing, I'm on my way fishing. I'm actually sitting on uh, my doorstep in front of my house on a quiet Sunday morning, waiting for my friend Henning to come and pick me up. And uh, I think this is what the podcast is going to be about the anticipation of fishing and the possible disappointments that you can get when you uh, prepare a fishing trip and go around imagining what adventures wait for you in uh, in the great outdoors. I don't know really why this subject has uh, struck me but uh, I think you all know the situation where You have been waiting for that glorious Sunday or single day that you actually have time to go fishing and you have imagined all kinds of things and then you suddenly realize that the weather is bad or something really terrible has happened. As you can hear in the background, here is Henning and uh, I will now drive with him to great fishing hopefully and be back to you. Uh, I'm now at the beach and uh, we have been fishing for a small hour or something like that. And uh, well, it seemed like the anticipation was fulfilled, at least for my very good friend Henning, who managed to uh, have a lot of takes and a couple of really, really nice fish just like uh, 15 minutes ago or something. Right now I'm sitting on the beach on a, on a very, very nice little spot where we've been fishing uh, recently and had an extremely good trip. Actually, we were four guys and the three of us caught 27 sea trout uh, all together during a day, which is um, really a, a, a nice score for the ones who don't really know about sea trout fishing. That's way beyond what you usually expect. So, I'm, uh, I have all the reason to be uh, I have high expectations for today, but uh, I haven't felt nothing but a, a small tug at one point, and uh, and that's been it. But uh, as I said, Henning had, has landed a couple of really nice fish, and right now I'm actually cleaning my my lens on my big camera, because one of them managed to splash water all over the, the front lens, so um, that was pretty good. Um, I'm sitting on the beach right now, as I said, and just uh, watching out. And the weather is absolutely beautiful. The wind is perfect for long-distance casting, and um, everything is is just as uh, we want it, apart from my front lens. That is, it's a pretty rough uh, treatment being splashed over with uh, with salt water. Uh, I hope I can. I hope I can manage to to get it clean in some way. Uh, The lens is in itself is sealed so it shouldn't really uh, uh, be a big you know shouldn't be any damage to the internal but uh, the outside is is, isn't good looking so probably have to have a some kind of wet napkin or something to clean it with. I keep on smearing uh, a film of salt water all over the lens and that's not really good. Well never mind in a few minutes i'm going to go in the water again and see what happens so uh, i'll just keep on cleaning this Now, been uh, fishing for another half hour or or an hour or so, and still nothing has happened. Hey, my dog just found a a funny ring that we also played with the last time we were here. Now he's all
0: up. Oh, yeah, Yeah, yeah.
1: that was great. (laughs) Ah, he's all wound up now. No, he. He just runs around on the beach here, while I catch nothing. I think I may just hang on just a moment. I might try turning around this microphone. I'm experimenting a bit with you here. Sorry about the noise. It's uh, quite windy and um, I'm trying to avoid getting too much wind in the microphone. So hope this works. Well, basically, as I said, I've been talking about uh, the uh, expectations and the possible disappointments of going fishing, and uh, well, this is just a confirmation that uh, you can actually go to a place that you had more than excellent fishing just a week ago, and then be disappointed because uh, I haven't felt nothing but a single small tug, and uh, we've seen two fish landed, and uh, it's not anywhere near like it was the last time we were here. So. Yeah, that's what happens. But, it's a beautiful day. Considering that we're in late October, it's uh, quite amazing. Uh, The sun has been shining, now we're just clouding over just a little bit, but there's a lot of blue sky here and uh, it's still very, very nice. It's not cold, it's not warm either, but uh, pretty nice. So, what can you do uh, when nothing really happens, well, you can walk. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just walking along the, uh, the beach here uh, towards a point of uh, the peninsula the, that we have been fishing on. And my intentions, is, uh, my intentions are to go to the very point and, and try out there. I caught a couple of fish out there the last time I was there. I can actually see there's a, an angler leaving that place now, so uh, I'll have it all to myself because he's been fishing there all morning. Uh, But my guess is that uh, it's probably going to be the same. We just returned to the place where Henning caught a couple of fish just a couple of hours ago and nothing, nothing happened there either. So it's not really easy to guess why The fish are there one week and then they're gone the next. But uh, it's a big ocean and the fish can move freely and they do move freely. And uh, the problem isn't catching them, the problem is finding them. Well, as you can hear, I'm a been in the calm now and I've been able to take out the the microphone so uh, the sound quality should be just uh, a bit better as I said I'm I'm now walking out to the to a point uh, the, the stretch that we've been fishing is a stretch stretch that's that faces west and we have the wind in our backs an eastern wind so uh, the water is very it's very clear and it's very nice. It, the water clears up here when the, the the wind is offshore because the the if there's any dirt in the water, it's uh, actually blown out into the uh, into the ocean and then the clear bottom waters, is, is drawn into the beach and uh, that clears up the water that we're fishing. And this is just absolutely gin clear. Uh, also, it's there are no waves. The last time we were here, it was pretty choppy, but today we just have small rifles on the on the top you know dimples and uh, just a a bit of wave action but not much so what i will do now is try to find somewhere where there's a bit more commotion in the water which would be on this very tip which faces north and um, uh, up there i should have some wind uh, coming around and probably a lot more movement in the water and even even waves and that would that would be something that I could, I could uh, try to find uh, when when nothing really happens. Is something different? that could be different bottom, different uh, structures on the beach, different wind conditions, current, whatever. Something that that is not the same as I've been fishing now for a couple of hours with no results. Another option is of course to change flies, but. Uh, Honestly, I don't think the fly really matters that much in this kind of fishing. Uh, these fish are usually not very, very picky. They just take what they, uh, what they see. And once you find the fish and, and fish to them, you can essentially keep on any fly you might have, and uh, and just cast. And uh, people will be standing next to each other catching fish, even though they have on very different flies. Uh, so I don't think that matters really, really much. I think uh, also on a day like this, in the autumn, uh, waiting is a is something that you can you can benefit from because uh, these fish are moving around along the coast and they can swim quite far and they swim fast and in many cases you'll run into to fish and suddenly you will have a burst of action and then the fish will be gone again and uh, nothing really, uh, really happens for a while and then you, can, you might be lucky and, and run into fish again. And, um, that way you can, you can actually just stay in the same place and, and maybe uh, get a, a couple of, uh, of uh, peaks where the fish are very active and very close by and where everybody catches fish. And then you might have some breaks where nothing happens. And, well, you can always sit on the beach and drink a cup of coffee and spend some time chatting, which is uh, something that we do quite a lot. As you might hear, I'm now getting closer to the tip where the wind is picking up here, uh, and uh, that's what I want. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's from it's from my. Wrong side. So to say, it's from my right side. So I'm a right-hand fisher, and uh, that means that I'll have the, the wind coming in from from my casting uh, side, and and that's of course a bit troublesome, particularly when the wind is as hard uh, as it is today. Is today, but I'll give it a chance anyway. I can always turn around and cast backwards and. I can always just orient myself so that the wind gets uh, in from uh, the right side of, uh, uh, of you know, get in, gets in from my left shoulder, and that might mean that I have to cast a bit more lo- along the beach than uh, than out. But um, it doesn't really matter much because uh, these fish could be quite close to quite close to the shore. Yeah, this is. Quite windy. I'll just turn my back to the wind and hope that it calms down the uh, the noise a bit in the microphone here. I think I'll try to keep the recording on while I'm fishing now because uh, I think it's about time you get some some action on uh, on one of these podcasts. It's been the new recorder that I have here. It's uh, it's quite uh, sensitive to noise from my clothes and what have you, but. Uh, if uh, something happens it might might be worth uh, enduring a bit of noise i also hope that the sun comes out not that it will <laughs> benefit you in any way because uh, you can't see it but i can certainly feel it because now when i'm in the wind i can really feel that we're talking late october it's uh, it's rather cold i can tell you my fingers are not really not really that warm but let we, let's see um, what I can do about, about placing the microphone and, uh, and getting my fly in the water um, and see if I can catch a fish. This is, as I said, going to be a bit experimental. So uh, if you can bear with the with the possible noise of uh, wind and clothes and uh, everything, I've actually uh, I've actually found a place here where you you can probably hear that there's a bit more wave action than uh, there was just a while ago, and um, it actually does look pretty good. Um, let me strip off some line here and see what we can. Uh, what we can manage as I said it's also a place where the wind is in from my my wrong side so uh, uh, I have to have to turn around and cast backwards probably but uh, that doesn't matter much that's, been, that, that's not a big deal I can usually cast pretty pretty far when I cast backwards too so far enough at least uh, I can hear in my headphones. That I'm making a lot of noise, hang on a moment. Let's see if I can get my jacket away from uh, the microphone here. I definitely have to look into uh, some kind of uh, external microphone, maybe actually without the wind shield on it's a bit better. Uh, well, you get all the benefits from the noise here, and I hope it doesn't fall into my, into my uh, waiters now the microphone but uh, the recorder well of course as soon as I stop fishing my fly sticks into to the bottom so oh well, it's loose now let's see what we can do about this well this is going to, this is working quite well I think casting wise and recording wise might actually work I'm actually just a few meters away from from the shore now and I'm uh, thigh deep in the in the water. My, the water is reaching um, my crotch now and uh, that is very typical for these points is that the, the depth is um, it's quite deep close to the shore and essentially I'm, I'm, I'm doing something stupid uh, which is w- wading uh, in in, uh, water which is about a meter or or three feet deep or something because there could be fish here but um, again i have to cast and be able to cast and if i i was uh on the shore i wouldn't be able to cast anything out here anyway so i'm just casting along the the beach here Uh, sorry about that noise as i said it's pretty noisy i can hear that doing my best to avoid it and hopefully also doing my best to set my hook in a fish. Fishing right now, my fly is passing over the very, very tip of the of the, the point here, and, and uh, there's a lot of seaweed in the in, in on the rocks here, and I'm I'm definitely going to, to get a, a few snacks. But uh, actually, that's just a sign that I'm fishing suitably deep, or at least uh, the right place of uh, the right place uh, the right depth uh, where I need to be, just uh, just above the seaweed. And uh, it's only when I get quite close to the, to the shore here that I, that I usually stick to the bottom sometimes. Uh, in most cases, uh, I have no snacks at all when I fish, even though I fish maybe a, a foot or two under the surface. is it's one of these places that I'm, I'm, I'm almost 100% sure that there are fish out here. And I'm really wondering why I don't feel anything or see anything. Because it's just the perfect place. I have the waves going over the point here. I have current, I have seaweed, lots of places to hide. There's probably a ton of food in the water. All kinds of small animals, sh- shrimps, fish uh it should definitely uh produce a, a sea trout but uh well obviously it, it's not that logic uh it's not uh, always as uh, as easy as that which is as i said one of the reasons that i can talk about today's subject is i would expect a fish here I would definitely expect a fish here but uh, I could also very easily be disappointed. Okay. Also picking up some weed here, which is actually a good sign. Wow. Oh, lot of wind now. Oh a lot of wind. Let me see what I can do about that. I think I'll I'll give up give up this recording while fishing. It's so noisy I I at least can't stand all that noise in my ears. Oh, yep, there was a fish. Whoa! Okay, there you got it. Nice one too. Yeah, I was going to say that a fish. There should be a fish here, and there was. Nice strong fish. These these fish in the in the autumn are just so strong. Okay, it's not a big one though, but. It's pretty strong. Whoa. Yeah it jumps. Ah, nice. That was good. I would have been surprised. Let's see if we can get it under control here. It's not a big one, but I definitely wanna shoot a picture. And you can get the pleasure of the reel, which is in this case when I I take it in. Ah uh, just get off control of the loose line which I don't want to. Oh nice fish. Beautiful little shiny autumn fish here. Okay, about getting there. Uh, yeah, it's under control now. I just have to walk to the beach now. Which is whoa jump again. It's As I said, a very strong fish. And we'll see if I can get out my camera, which is also going to be pretty noisy, because the camera is just right next to the the recorder. So, uh, well, we'll see. It should work. Everything should work here. Well, the easiest way to get these fish uh, ashore is actually just to beach them. If you do that in places where there's uh, sufficiently—that yeah, was the camera. Sorry about that. Where there's sufficiently uh, much weed and water, you can actually just drag it up onto the the beach between the rocks, and uh, well, you can hear it. You probably hear it splashing here. I guess. that was a bit too noisy that's a very beautiful fish let me get that yep yep let me get the reel down there like that and I'll just release it it's it would be okay to take it I think but I, If I'm going to take anything, I'm going to take something bigger. If I catch something bigger, that's one beautiful fish. Last picture. And there you go. Swim on, little fish. Oh! (laughs) Swim right back to the shore. (laughs) It's going to be all right. In a moment here. The Funny thing is as soon as these fish turn on the side they stop swimming. As soon as they turn upside down or rather the right side up they start swimming again. Right now it's stuck between a couple of rocks just turned over and it's just sitting there it's fully submerged and uh, actually probably doing quite fine but it does, doesn't swim but now it turns on the uh, on the right angle and gets a hold of the water and whoop there you go and full speed (laughs) and just out great that was good Um, small fish but very very nice I'm glad to get a fish here. I think I'll just keep on running the recorder and and try once more. Uh, Again into the wind. I need to turn around here. I need to get my back to the wind anyway to be able to cast, so that's probably good for both my cast and for the recording. The fish was exactly where I expected it to be on the on the backside of of this uh, this small reef. The wind is pressing the water uh, around the, the tip here, and uh, and uh, there's a there's some water movement going over from my from my right hand side to my left hand side, and I would expect the fish to be on the backside of of uh, uh, with regards to the the. the wind and the current and that was exactly where it was and it was in the rough water just as I expected. Let me see if I can turn my bag again here, see if we can get another one. I'm fishing the same place now actually. uh, I can see a current seam out there and these fish are, are usually gathered in small schools and I'm 'm very um, I'm very keen on fishing the same place where I just caught a fish because in many cases you will have a school of maybe you know three four five even ten fish going along together and these fish are not easy to spook, so even though you might catch one and, and fight it in, in near where the others are I, I don't think uh, my theory at least is that it doesn't really bother the rest of the fish in many cases you get it out of the of the school and, uh, and close to the shore anyway, and uh, the rest of them might gather in the same place. And there's a reason why they're there, and that's basically to, to get food. So uh, usually just fish over the same place. Another thing that I make sure when I fish in the, in the autumn here... ... is really to keep a keen eye on my fly. Because we have a lot of uh, followers, as we call them here fish that will just trail the fly and 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 go all the way into the into the tip of the rod and and never um, and never take Uh, and you have to keep an eye out for those because uh, often you can just cast again and just retrieve a couple of times and they might turn and take the fly anyway if it's presented right in front of them but in many cases they just follow from the, 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 the far end of your cast and then all the way, Oops, that was wheat. Unfortunately, there wasn't a fish. Um, uh, then you, f- they will follow uh, your fly all the way in uh, to the, the, the point where you actually lift it. And, and in the moment that you lift the fly, it actually speeds up. And it's not rare that the fish will, well, bite or try to bite just as you lift the fly, but as you might know, in that situation, your fly line is pretty slack. It's typically in, a, in an arch from the, from the tip of your rod and down to the, down to the water surface and the fly is, is high in the water and, and in most cases, these fish will strike in vain and, and try to take the fly. But since you have the rod lifted and the slack line, you won't be able to, to hook them probably. Uh, so follow the fly all the way to the to the end of the retrieve, and make sure that you don't have a fish following. If you have a fish following, just keep retrieving, uh, or may or stop a bit and 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 retrieve again, and um, and see uh, if you can't uh, lure the the fish to uh, to to strike because. Uh, as long as you have a stretched fly line and you rod uh, pointed towards the the surface of the water, you actually have a very good chance of hooking the fish, even though it's close by, by your rod tip. Well, I'll move on now. I've fished the whole point here again and try to uh, try to get check check out whether there was uh, another. Um, ...another fish or maybe a small school, but I, I don't think so. Also, what I do is actually make some, some short casts... ...and just probe the, the very close area, very close to where I caught the other one. And then I'll just prolong the cast and then cast further and further out... ...because I might actually have struck the the closeness of a bunch of fish... ...and there might be fish further out. I might also have spooked them a bit and then they swim out and may return. Well, not much happening here. Right now at least, I may just fish this through and, uh, and return to the, the other guys and have some lunch. I'm actually getting pretty hungry. Stomach, you can hear. I am hungry. <laughs> That's the first podcast with somebody's stomach growling. I, I can imagine it's, uh, it's really being close by. Uh, you are literally inside my trousers here. So um, welcome to my world. Ah, okay, let's. Give it a la- last tuck here, and last good long cast and see what happens. Nothing happens there, I'll just shut you off for a while and return later. myself and you a break from all this noise and return when I can get everything a bit less noisy Well, I managed to Get one more small fish from that point, and uh, and lost one. Uh, probably not that big, but um, well, that was quite nice. Feeling a bit of action, and uh, the point didn't let me down as I as I feared. But um, on the other hand, it didn't really deliver extremely uh, good fishing. But uh, hey. What can you expect? It's uh, it's a game, isn't it? You absolutely never know what to expect when you go fishing, in very few cases at least. I I have quite a few friends who said that it wouldn't be the same if you knew that you caught fish every time you went. But honestly, I would love to be able to promise myself a fish every time I went fishing, but um, that's not always how it is. In reality, even the best stream and the best lake and the best bone fishing and the best whatever fishing is very fickle and very, you know, unpredictable. Uh, everything can seem perfect when you leave, and then when you get there, it's horrid, and everything can seem terrible when you leave, and then you go anyway and get the best fishing day of your life. You never know, and. Uh, that's what what this podcast has been about. I did manage to get a fish on the recording today. I hope it's not it hasn't come out too noisy because that would be too bad but uh, nevertheless I think I'll stop for today. I'll keep on fishing and uh, I will definitely keep on working on getting a microphone that enables me to record while I'm fishing without too much noise but um, I don't really know what that should be I'll have to look into something like a small buttonhole microphone with some kind of wind capture device fur foam thingy on it but um, we'll see what that leads to until then I'll just have to hold the microphone in the shelter of my jacket and uh, try my best to get something that is not too uh, noisy and and um, and uh, too tiresome to listen to but anyhow i think i'll say goodbye and thanks for listening and i uh, hope to meet you again soon in this virtual fishing world uh, and you will be more than welcome to to join me um, global fly fisher partner martin jorgensen on uh, on my fishing trips um, and in the meantime remember to do as i do go fishing take care bye bye
0: That was track number nine from the album Six Sonatas for Flute and Violin by Duo Dubois from Magnatune.com.